Welcome to I Shouldn't Have Had Kids, a comedy parenting podcast hosted by two working moms of three kids who are somehow surviving life with boys. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Share your thoughts about the show. The parental sanity you save may be your own, or possibly my mother's. I got mono from my high school tennis coach. How'd you get mono from your high school tennis coach? I kissed him. Ew, why? I told you. He wasn't the school coach. He was like a, a, a senior and I was a freshman and he was like the helper coach. And you were like, hey, hot stuff. Hey, hot tennis player. <laughs> hot high school tennis player. Well, you know, he played classical guitar. Mm, so he had long fingernails? He did. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> mono <laughs> under those nails. Oh, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. That was, what, COVID-78? <laughs> <laughs> Mono-78. Mono-78. Yeah. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have Had Kids. I'm Ellen. And I'm Bonnie, and this is a comedy parenting podcast. We're podcasting for parental sanity, ours and yours. We're coming to you live, or almost live, from the BombCast studio. And we had a new show opening. I loved listening to that. Yeah, Lola. That, that was Lola. I don't... It, this is probably the second time it's debuted, Yeah, right? we didn't say anything about it before. Good job, Lola. I guess it can't be a second debut. No, that's no such thing as, and just like there's no such thing as podcasting live, that would be like Facebooking live. Yeah, or, that's weird. Yeah, broadcasting live, but, but we podcasting are no. alive. We thank the Lord because yeah. we are in the midst of, as you well know, the COVID nineteen pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. So we are, <laughs> in in keeping in the spirit <sighs> of all things crazy and chaotic, um, this is the second time that we are recording this podcast for this week because. I fucked up. <laughs> Not. I'd like to. What it's? Uh, it's Easter. So happy Easter, everybody. I probably shouldn't swear. Nope. Okay. Nope. Don't swear. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> for yeah. The, for those of you who don't know, this is um, the comedy parenting podcast. I shouldn't have had kids, and we are a same-sex couple. What? Yeah. What happened there? That joke's not funny anymore. <laughs> I know it. It's not. Everybody is used to us, but we have new listeners all the time, and we are um, we are the moms of three boys. We're a blended family, so we have Tigger and Lola and Shagai, and we've got two that are pretty darn white. They're as white. They're as lily white as they come, <laughs> and one who's biracial. That's right. So we are like the poster family for all things um diverse well, as most far as things I'm, most things diverse lot, we cover a lot i mean gosh shy guy <laughs> gosh gosh golly gosh. gee <laughs> shy guy has not one not two but three moms hello because i'm the stepmom who came in so we have one ex who is the third mom for shy guy and that's ellen's ex and then um i my i well the other the other way that we are diverse is that you are a lesbian did i tell you that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i am bisexual um anyway so what was my point i don't know that. i think you're just trying to convince me of how diverse we are no 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 uh uh oh 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 bisexual i was married to a man before so the boys Ooh. oh <laughs> very funny you lesbian uh so uh tigger and lola actually um had had a dad because he passed away unfortunately and unexpectedly six years ago so we really have this breadth of experience in our family and mm -hmm. we bring it to you once a week every tuesday we drop a new show mm -hmm. talking about um the really ridiculous moments we've had parenting and yeah. we were inspired by our own lives because mm -hmm. <laughs> 
stories coming out of our Who life. Who do you find inspirational? No. Well, there's Mother <laughs> Teresa of Calcutta. Yes. There's uh, uh, Rosa Parks. And, yes. um, well, me. <laughs> okay, that's a joke because I am nowhere near either of those women. <laughs> totally riffing I, off of her joke. I can attest to that. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. All right. So we, we have this, you know, we are the poster family for diversity with these. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, okay. blah, blah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> You're just pissing me off now. Not only are we back down here again. <laughs> yeah. And by down two, we're going to do the same topic. We'll see if uh... <laughs> we can remember any of it. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It was a dud. We're talking about kids and the ridiculousness of trying to get food into their bodies. Because or or keep a, it out of their bodies. It's a lifelong fight. Kids and food. <laughs> Kids and food. But before we get there, I want to talk about shit I love because okay. I love this part of the podcast. We'll see if anything is new since we recorded four days ago. I don't think so. But you know what? The top of the list. What? Is the fact that we just celebrated nine years together. That shit I love. Oh. Happy anniversary. anniversary. Oh, that's so sweet. It was Friday. It was. <laughs> it was last Friday. It was yeah. the 10th. It was. April 10th. But who knew? I mean, we have survived so much, and now we're surviving COVID-19. Yeah. Knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Um, yeah. Whoa. Nothing scary about that. Anyway, that so, is part of the, That so, makes the list of shit I love this week. You. Yeah. So that was fun to celebrate at home. It was. <laughs> With the with Lola and Shy Guy, and Wait. it was really nice that Tigger gave us a call. Oh, oh right, no, he did not. He do didn't. That. He forgot. Yeah. Okay, it's all right. What? He was only in the goddamn wedding, <laughs> <laughs> and he was the oldest. Yeah, he played us down the friggin' aisle. Yeah, that was really cool. And we so had, good. He played um, uh, Pachelbel's Cannon mm-hmm. for us as we walked down the aisle, and it was really lovely. Yeah, and Lola um, uh, escorted me. Your dad escorted you, and Shy Guy was the ring bearer. Yep. And so on our anniversary, since we are stuck inside and at home, um, we have four of us together because Tigger, of course, is off at college. Well, he's off living a life, I guess. Yeah. Because he's, he's not at college. He's at grown home. up. Yeah, he is. Um, <clears throat> but we got the computer out, and we <laughs> we played a slideshow of the 500-plus photos that we had from the slideshow. <laughs> from the I mean, wedding. from the wedding yeah. and the reception and everything. But the thing about the slideshow was that it, there was a slight malfunction. It was probably operator error. Oh, it, for sure. You only picked one song. I only so picked one song to play. So we Adele l- song played <laughs> probably seven times while we watched the photos go by. But and the it was kids fun. Want, they it loved was it. Fun. They, yeah, yeah. They absolutely loved it. Loved it. I, and I hadn't seen some of those because I never looked at the full album. Or if I did, it was, you know, so <laughs> right long, after the wedding. Right. So long ago you had forgotten. Well, yeah, Shy that Guy. was fun. We look good. Um, Shy Guy forgot that he wore no shoes, that he actually yeah. had a meltdown because his shoes were too tight. Yeah. By the, <laughs> between his tux fitting and mm-hmm. the wedding, mm-hmm. his feet grew and he couldn't put his shoes on. So we're like, <laughs> you just have to walk down the aisle in your black socks. No one's going to know. Mm. And no one did. No, no. He was shoeless the whole night. He was He not... hates shoes anyway. He He's and barefoot in the house yes. and outside. Yes. All the time. It's because his toes are 10 inches long. Yeah. So shoes don't really fit correctly. Maybe that's why he's such a fast runner. <gasps> I bet it is. Speedster. 
Ooh, he hates that. Shy guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. The, what else do you love? I love all the good that this pandemic is bringing out in people. I know that there's a lot of crappy stuff going on, and I know that we're hand-wringing and full of angst, as we should be every single day during this. But what I'm finding real um, hope in mm -hmm. and real joy mm -hmm. is just that the exact opposite of all of that, which is how we're coming together. Some of us are coming together as a country. Case in point, you know, I think we've mentioned that we started, accidentally started this um, group of people making um, fabric face masks here in our little community. And it has grown exponentially. We've joined with other groups. I think we're over a thousand sewists. That's what they call themselves. Sewists. <laughs> Because if you say sewers, that means you have to spell it, which would be S-E-W-E-R-S, -E which means you'd be calling all of these magnificent people sewers. <laughs> and that's shitty. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> shitty. But really, this, this group of people who have come together to make um, cloth face masks for emergency responders and healthcare workers... Um, staff and residents of nursing homes, essential workers like the folks at, you know, your local Trader Joe's, yeah. for instance. Yeah. We got a phone call from somebody from Trader Joe's, and I wanted to tell you the story. Okay. Because it's so great. I know the story. I'm, I'm not talking to you. Oh. This oh. is the collective you. Oh. This is the listeners. So you can just sit back and chill. <laughs> okay. But can I just say real quick? What? Just real quick. You can say it real, 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 uh, what's the opposite of quick? Slow? Yeah, real okay. slow. Uh, the, this group includes also people who are willing to drive oh yes so it's like a well-oiled machine we've yes. got people who are washing and sanitizing and bagging the masks we've got people who are counting them out and making sure that they're getting to the right clinics we've got people who are doing the driving we have people who are uh, procuring material and then sharing material and all very safely and all within 10 feet and yep. it's just been because we, I sewed like, uh, let's say a dozen masks for friends and family, but I don't have the skill to do the mass production like right. people are doing. Right. Um, but this is just such a great way to participate in mask making. It's not just sewing. You know, and it's been pretty satisfying too, because yeah. the CDC has now come out and said that, you know, everybody should be wearing a mask in public. Mm -hmm. And if you're not wearing a mask and you come within six feet of me, I that's my wingspan, dude. And I will yeah. take you fucking out. So Don't get near me. We're going to write things really tiny on the front of our masks. Yes. Like, fuck all the way off. And if someone's like, oh, I can't believe your mask says that. I'm like, yeah, do it and back up. <laughs> you shouldn't be so close that you can read this. It's like those bumper stickers, <laughs> yeah, right? that's right. Okay, now I want to hear your story again. Okay, uh, again. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good story. It is a good story. It's a, the feel-good story of 2020. So we got a phone call from somebody at Trader Joe's here in our town. And she said, hey, we are really good for masks here. You guys are doing a really great job but I used to work in Manhattan at the Trader Joe's one of the Trader Joe's there in the Upper West Side and um, I was just talking to a former colleague of mine and they are freaking out back there because mm. of course New York has been hit so hard and she said they work in a store where there are no windows it's kind of downstairs in this basement area mm -hmm. they don't want to go to work mm -hmm. they're completely freaked out mm -hmm. and they have no masks mm. and she said i've been able to you know to collect like 11 masks and i'm just wondering if you have any that you could spare and i was like well oh my gosh how many do you need and she said just like 75 would do it and i said i'll be over there within the hour and she burst out crying. Oh. It was so cool. Are you going to cry? No, well, okay. I do kind of feel, have that, that tingly feeling that I might because it just was really great. And yeah. I, I, so I asked Shy Guy to come with me. Um, and we both put on our masks and donned our gloves. And 
drove the masks over there. And these masks are being cleaned for free by a local um, laundry. So they are sanitizing them using the same wash that the hospital does. And then they are ironing them so that they lay flat and because it kills the COVID. And then they are individually bagging them in plastic. It's really incredible. Like with a food saver. Yeah, well, they've changed. That, oh. She must have gotten a machine. <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's, but they're individually they're looking, bagged. Yeah, I love that. It's like brilliant. So you can hand them out confidently yes. saying these are clean. Yes. And so um, we get our gloves and our mask and we drive over there. And this woman meets me in the back of Trader Joe's. And, and uh, we you know, I do the safe handoff with yeah. my arm fully extended and her arm fully extended. And she's got her mask and her gloves on. And I said, I hope that you all take very good care. Please give them our best in New York. And she said, I just want to thank you. And that was all she got out. And I got back in the car and I said, Shy Guy, did you see her, how moved she was? And he said, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, to get a 15-year-old to respond with such, it was great because we're really busy right now and Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of access. Our kids don't have a lot of access to us because we are doing the podcast. We're doing the mask group. And we're working full time. Yeah, I've never been busier at work. Uh, no, I, I no. don't understand. I don't, I don't. Well, I have theories, either. but well, <laughs> the nice thing is, is that this brought it full circle. So mm-hmm. he got to see why we have been a little MIA for the past two weeks, and he got to see the kind of impact that's making. So well, and he also got to see how excited you were because you forgot to put the car in park <laughs> and jumped out and it rolled forward <laughs> and almost actually almost took out the woman yeah. who was sending the masks off to that off might, to New York. <laughs> that might have stolen the show in terms of <laughs> the best part of the story. That was pretty scary. I thought it was going to take my leg off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shoot. And I was like, and funny thing is, it was a white Subaru. <laughs> and ours is a white Subaru. And oh, the, like, a car you almost hit? Yes. Well, then you wouldn't have, paint to paint, it would have been fine. And I wouldn't have accidentally gotten into it um, at any oh, yeah. point in time. You like to get into the wrong car. There <laughs> are so look, many white Subarus around it here. It doesn't matter. as long If it's a white wagon, you're yeah, it's in. True. You're <laughs> trying to get in. You're like, why is there a car seat in our car? That was the weirdest thing. I don't thing. remember the car being this dirty. No. Once I got in, I was like, God, what is that smell? <laughs> and I think it was actually dirty diapers or something. It was oh, disgusting. God. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that was really cool. And a big shout out to um, the folks in New York City who are essential workers, who are healthcare workers. I mean, God, whatever you can do to go out there and help out in some way, make Mm -hmm. it happen. Make it so. And if that is only that you stay home or you wear a mask when you go outside and you keep, you don't wear a mask for yourself, dude. You're wearing it for someone else. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Assume you have it. I take care of you and you take care of me. Wear your mask. I do too. Anyway, so, um, and in that same vein, we had a really lovely visit with a couple of friends. Leslie and PJ came by this week, and we had yeah. a yard visit. It was yeah. awesome. We were sitting in four separate corners of the yard. <laughs> I'm not sure why you and I were sitting so far apart. <laughs> That's funny. But we were. Yeah. And it was so nice to see them. It was hard not to hug goodbye. But oh, my God. I miss hugs. Mm. Yeah, still, just to touch base and see their face. And yes. Yeah. Just remember that human connection. Mm-hmm. Zoom is fine, but it's not the same as hearing somebody's laughter ringing your ears. Yeah. Some... Not digitally mediated. Yeah. Zoom happy hours. <laughs> I'm. So... That was the first couple were great. <laughs> yes. Now it's like, oh, <laughs> wah, wah. And you moved to somewhere else in your house. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing your closet. <laughs> and we've got, you know, the other thing about the, and then we'll get on to kids and food. The other thing about um, the quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine hair. Oh, my God. It is amazing. Our, all of us, our hair is 
huge. Yes, yes. But the best part, I think, of the week, well, it's hard to say. I mean, Lola's hair is really thick and really curly, and it's just, it's getting out of control. Yeah, so there's that piece. It's almost mullety. I, <laughs> I mean, we'll see. No, we're going to cut that little bit off, that little ducktail off. Oh I cannot, God. I can't deal. Yeah, but when he puts a hat on, it's so cute. He looks like a 1970s baseball player. He looks, I think my dad had that hair. I think he looks kind of like your dad when he does that. 76. Yeah. Uh-huh. Steve uh-huh. hair. <laughs> um, but when it comes to Shy Guy, who's got an afro, he wears it, you know, he gets a haircut that's um, high and tight. Well, Real- so so he doesn't, I guess I'm wrong. He doesn't have an afro. No, he doesn't. But he, he has, has. He has black hair. He has. Curly, curly black super hair. Super curly. Yeah. I mean, he yes, he is biracial and there's definitely like. <laughs> the African American <laughs> component of this, and so the other night is I'm like, on his head. <laughs> the other night I'm like, let's pick it out, and he says, okay. So I went and I got my pick, and I just very gently picked this hair out, and he was incredible. Yeah, it was and like five inches it, on the top. It was, yeah, it is at least five inches on the top, and he looked, his silhouette looked a little bit like Nefertiti. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And he did. He looked like he was wearing a headdress. <laughs> Yeah, he loved it. He didn't do... He just left it that way. Yeah. yeah. But it's like super... Um, some of the curls are, as it gets longer, are a little different. And so yeah. he's got... It's like really cute. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. We digress. It's the little things. <laughs> this is what entertains us the now. the most of COVID hair. Well, let's talk about kids and food. All right. So let's break this up a little bit into our different sections of kids and food. We've, okay. We've got... You know, babies, toddlers, and little kids. That's right. And then we've got medium, which is like... Middle school? Well, late grade school, middle school. Okay. And then you've got when they're big. So we'll say high school to adulthood. College, yeah. 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 That, that's is that how, how we're breaking gonna, it that's up? That's how we're going to break it up. So you know, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> okay. So when they're little, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know about anybody else. If you've got small kids at home, it could be that you have power struggles over food because it's a very common experience. And I only power struggled with one person and his name is Tigger. Um, oh, really? I was so freaked out that he was not going to get enough food, well-balanced food that, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I was like a little bit of a control freak with his food. Well, because I think that's I, first kid and yes, new, new mom. Yes. And so, so then he realized yeah. that he had me, right? Right. <laughs> and you know what the, um, what the experts say? Hmm. Oh, speaking of experts, we're not. <laughs> just, we, yeah, we always try to say that at the top of the show because we we're just newsflash. We're not experts. So, Thank you, Ellen. Back to you. You Bonnie. try something that we say and it goes terribly wrong. We're not at fault. Uh, sorry, it's <laughs> <laughs> not our problem. It's um, not our problem. So the experts say, or I read an article once, and I assumed it was an expert, and this was a long time ago. So take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you can put, they've done experiments where they put just a, a whole selection of the oh. different sorts of good food on mm-hmm. top of a um, high chair tray. Mm-hmm. Over the course of a week, mm-hmm. like one day, the kid might eat all Cheerios. Mm-hmm. But then the next day, the kid might be like, oh, you know, those cherries look pretty good. And then, okay, not cherries because they'll choke on the pit, for God's sake. I don't know what I'm <laughs> thinking fruit, about. some fruit. Yeah, some fruit. And then, so if you do that, what they have found is that over the course of a week, a child's um, intake of food will be well balanced. So you huh. don't have to freak out. Okay. And the other thing they said was if, they don't, if they're being picky and they won't eat, put them down. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shoot oh, them. <laughs> <laughs> That's... 
not what I meant. For a nap. Again, not experts. No, just put them down from the high chair. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and just let them go on their way. Just and when they get hungry, they will down. Def- definitely eat. And don't feed them until the next mealtime. But then you have cranky, 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 right? Yeah. Oh, you that's have the, the worst. You protein, have the- protein drops are the worst. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I struggled with that big time because when my ex and I split up, Shy Guy was like two and a half. Mm-hmm. And I had been the parent working outside the home. And so she was leading the charge with food. <laughs> and <laughs> I had absolutely no idea what to feed him. And it was like embarrassing and humbling. But I realized, you know, I wasn't there feeding him for some of those meals. And so I had to call her and I said, <laughs> what the fuck does he eat? Because what I was trying didn't work. And he wasn't like Gerber. It wasn't Gerber. He was solid food and, you know, yeah, yeah. a big boy and eating but I didn't. So she told me a list of things and I stocked up. But I was just like lost in absolute space and totally failed at making sure he had enough protein often enough. <laughs> so I didn't realize what was contributing to meltdowns until you were like, uh. I do have a favorite story. <sighs> OK, so we are we are somewhere. We're at the beach. We're at the beach somewhere. And um we're, you know, you and Shy Guy, I've known you because we work together. Yeah. Um, um, but I think that this might have been, I don't even know if we were dating yet or not. I can't I think, remember. I think we were actually scouting a location and we were. For, yeah, for a video shoot. But we we knew we had to be out at a state park and we're like, well, let's just take the kids and right. make a day of it. Right. And that'll be fun. So we go out. It's <laughs> sunny. That'll be fun. <laughs> it's sunny. We're on a beach. There's driftwood and rocks and yeah. all, you know. There's no reason not to be to the happiest be boy in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've got um, we've got Tigger and Lola who are just in their element. They're yeah. loving every. They probably buried themselves, <laughs> loving every second of it. And then we've got Shy Guy who is little now. I think he was like, like three. three or four. Yeah. yeah. And he is um, trying to climb over the driftwood, which comes up to, you know, his neck. And he's crying. And te- when he cries, tears yeah. shoot out of his eyes. Yeah. Um, and he's crying for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And then he would cry and he would upset upset himself and he would trip and fall. And then he would cry <laughs> even more. Yeah. And I was like, what is wrong with this kid? Man, we have brought the wrong kid on this trip. I'll tell you what. And I'm thinking all these really judgmental things, which is not nice. Not a kind part of me. <laughs> um, anyway, so finally it was obvious we needed to leave the beach. And we get into the car and I look back at him and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Are you hungry? And he's like, no. And his tears come screaming out of his eyes. Mm -hmm. And I think, I actually don't believe him. And I looked at Ellen and I said, when was the last time he ate? And it had been hours. Yes. And the only thing he had really had was like those um, little snacky things that he loves. uh, What, like pirate booty? Pirate booty. Yes. And I was like, when was the last time he had any protein, Elle? And I was like, last week? Yeah. <laughs> and so we did something. Now, I'm a, I'm a hippie disguised by lipstick and heels. And so I would never normally <laughs> However, do this with a three-year-old. But we drove immediately to the local, like... Shell station. It was, yeah. like, right there. <laughs> right there. And they had the, um, the sliced lunch meat that's purely processed food. Carl in- Buttig. Yes, there it is. <laughs> And I said, here, take a bite of this. And he was refusing to. And I I gave him the look. I remember I used to give him the look that would stop his tears Mm -hmm. in their tracks. Mm -hmm. Oh, I used to say to him, those those tears don't work on me. And he'd be like, (gasps) okay. (laughs) He worked it, man. So he put that first bite in. Sliced ham. He nearly 
tore the be- the the package out of my hand. He he ate the entire thing, and then he was happy as a clam. I think that's like close to child abuse. <laughs> so sometimes just feed the kid, and it might make a difference, yeah, even if I, it has to be Carl Budig. Which you know, is there was a there's a lot worst. of things I know how to do instinctually, like newborns. <laughs> I'm really good with high school kids, and like anyway, I was so fucking lost i was like i don't know who you are or where you came from you are an alien eat your tortellini <laughs> oh, anyway yeah. that's that's little kids yeah well except one thing we what? used to i used to mill all of the kids oh, the baby food, food? The yeah baby food, actually yeah. so did we that yeah. was that was my ex's idea she was brilliant with that kind of stuff yeah Absolutely didn't you tell me brilliant. she used to like mill it and then put it into ice cube trays yeah, and it, freeze it yeah and so then smart and then like a toothpick in each one and then you pull it out and pull it out then and put it in a little bowl and pry the toothpick out and then so you wouldn't have to like because if you twist soft food you've frozen it doesn't pop out like ice <laughs> it right just it just mushes. makes a mess right so she'd pull it out and then heat it up and it was absolutely pure that's crazy no and i was like you know i have a sister who's nine years younger mm-hmm and I don't think their milling was a thing. I'm not. Maybe it was. I'm not sure. I know it. Well, this is my recollection. I'm sure I'll get a text here real soon if this isn't true. But when I was little, I remember going to the co-op. I remember granola and uh, nutritional yeast in my apple juice, which tastes like vomit and like healthy, 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 healthy. And my youngest sister comes along and they're like, cocoa puffs for everybody. And so I'm sure that she was, I, I know she was a Gerber baby. Right. I know for sure. Yeah. I also yeah. know how good that rice cereal tasted because I was like, a bite for you, a bite for me. Rice cereal, my ass. How about the pears? Oh my well, God. You'd the mix pear it, mango. Right? Oh, Make pear a little mango. Oh, mm. rice cereal and. Oh, uh, now this is just gross. Drop some. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever accidentally drink <laughs> breast milk? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> okay. People do. No. I remember once at work, I went in. Oh, my God. I went into um, heat lunch up, and I opened it up, and there was somebody's pumping machine that they had put in there in the microwave uh-huh. to... Um, put their machine in the microwave? Not the whole machine, just parts of it, the plastic parts to, oh, to like, uh, sanitize it. it. Yeah, but oh, I was like, weird. oh, my. <laughs> oh, my <was> God. Funny. <laughs> yeah, no, not a breast milk drinker. So kids are pretty easy when they're young, but what happens to them when they get to middle school? They just, they just get so damn... Um, finicky about their food well i don't know but they like all of a sudden things they used to like they don't like yeah yeah like, you used to feed the kids salami on um bread yeah like, with just some butter with butter just yeah, like just totally french style totally totally and European. one day lola said he can't eat it and he starts gagging on it <laughs> and this is like right before soccer practice and i'm like no eat it no eat it we got into a total argument about it he went upstairs and had a meltdown and i was like i, I and the other boys' say. eyes are falling out of their heads as they happily eat the <laughs> snack that we've been doing for years. And he, to this day, will not he eat. He won't eat salami. Salami. It's because but you, he eats you pepperoni. Scarred you scarred him. Well, little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my son you're talking about. I know. But then it evolves back, right? Because he's like, no avocados, no avocados. I get it. A lot of people don't like avocados. Yeah. It's an acquired taste. Hey, this week. But then the other day, he had some, and he's like, oh, I like that guacamole. It was and a I'm big like, win. This is awesome. Yeah. Because that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great guacamole, salsa, and chips is a great COVID 19 midday snack, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that happens in middle school, and I think to a certain extent it, it starts in, in grade school, is when they decide that the lunch that you get up 
early because you are a working parent, so you get up early to oh, make their lunch every day. Even and they decide that they are not going to get. Eat it. <laughs> this me. will make Ellen's head explode. Started. I cooked dinner. I did lunches. Well, there was a while, 2010. I got laid off for a while. I think I was. I got rehired, but it was a good what year? I think it was a year. Yeah. yeah. During the recession. Yeah. So I decided, I mean, I looked for work for sure, but I also decided it was a great opportunity to really like step up as a step parent and show up. So I was doing in the classroom stuff. <laughs> I was the field trip maven. You were I the stay at home mom. Yeah. I was the breakfast czar <laughs> <laughs> and I made lunches and, it, and they ate them. That was like no problem. But then, and all through middle school, not too bad. But high school, all of a sudden, it was like the food they were serving at high school was fattier and more choices and saltier, I'm sure. And that's what they wanted. So the lunches would come home in their backpacks, not eaten. Oh, or in the bottom of their backpacks. Yeah. And we wouldn't see them and this for is, a week or two. This is mostly Lola and Shy Guy because Tigger was different. He ate anything. He ate anything, but he also didn't eat much. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. He'd be happy with an apple uh-huh. and like some chips. Yeah. And he'd be good to go. But oh, how Lola's the tables have turned. A little taller, a little bigger. Yeah. And he needed food. So... I actually had a complete mental breakdown one day. Because, <laughs> I can attest to this. <laughs> yeah, because you had had foot surgery and were non-weight-bearing for That's six right. weeks. Yes. So what that means is, for anyone who doesn't know what non-weight-bearing is, is you can't put any weight on your foot at all. Right. So for the first, like, week that you were home, mm -hmm. you were in bed with your foot up. Mm -hmm. You weren't, you were still on, your foot hurt. Mm -hmm. You're, like, out of it. So I am up early I'm doing absolutely everything. I'm passing out at night in my clothes. <laughs> and so I'm making lunch and I'm just making breakfast and setting it all out. And it's my bad for not having like taught them this a long time ago. Yeah. This is yeah. totally that was our on, bad. Yeah. yeah. So I've got like a junior in high school, I think, and an eighth grader. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, come up for breakfast, come up for breakfast. And they come up and I'm like, what have you been doing? And one of them goes, well, I was just reading. I'm like, what the fuck? Just You're killing a yourself. Leisurely morning while yeah. I'm killing myself. Yeah. And that was it. We I stopped doing <laughs> breakfast uh -huh. and lunch. I'm like, I will make sure there's all the stuff, but you do it. And then I made sure there was no money on their accounts so they couldn't buy the <laughs> crappy food. Uh, because it was not a heart healthy no. or good choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was... Um, Salad choices. Actually, that's what T Tigger is so interesting. <laughs> he made really good choices when really he was in good. high school. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. He it's just... hard to go out and cook for yourself. Yeah, it it's is. It's really easy to grab something on the go. But yep. anyway, that was my mental breakdown and never again. Mm -hmm. But I should have done that earlier. Not the mental breakdown part, but empowered them <laughs> to and make... encouraged them yes. to do that. Because I like I did that with laundry. They've done their own laundry. Since they were 12. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And there's no It's really awesome. Reason and not all I can to. It's say easy. To the future wives of these boys is you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really are self-sufficient. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, to, to this day, when I get up in the morning and I decide to like put something together or put it out for them to have for breakfast, they'll come up and look at it and their eyes get a little wide and they look at me and they're like, thank, thank you. you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so funny oh my god breakfast food um, okay do you remember the time and i'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus okay but this is this is boys okay. we made like a plate of sausages 
and each boy should have like two mm-hmm. sausages and then a couple one for each of us to like <laughs> yes. put into our breakfast and so one of the boys got up first and ate the entire plate of sausage of eight sausages and then when the rest of us walked in there was nothing <laughs> it was like oh my god i would just like to say that, that never happened again no that never happened again <laughs> talk about the shame oh for shame and then there was shame. another time yes that one of them ate a costco sized nutella with a spoon in one sitting this may or may not have been the same person yeah but we're not gonna say who because it doesn't matter sometimes you're you just lose it but if i if i ate a spoonful of nutella i'd feel sick well speaking of lola do you remember the milk (laughs) okay it's not necessarily lola do you remember the milk well, he's still drinking this much milk, but we used to go through, a, what, a gallon a day? A half no, a gallon, half a, gallon day? a day. Okay. Yeah, half half gallon a day. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's a lot of milk for those of you who do math. <laughs> go ahead mm-hmm. and add it up. It has very, very strong bones. And, and what's really interesting with boys, and I don't know about girls, but I think that they have a comparable, I just don't know if it's the same timing. Um, and, and it's certainly not as much, I don't think. But when boys hit 13, end of their 13th year, 14, all of a sudden... They hit their growth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it is in the 13th year, actually. Um, and it, ish, it, yeah, ish. ish. Depends. It, it, it depends. Tigger was like. <laughs> but I mean, we had <clears throat> we had uh, Lola, who was, you know, six, eight when Shy Guy hit his growth um, growth spurt period. Mm-hmm. And Shy Guy is much shorter than Lola because he's and he's thin. He's really a beanpole kind of kid. That's mm-hmm. his body type. Mm-hmm. He out ate. <laughs> He out ate Lola. It was the most amazing thing. I've never seen a kid that small put that much food in. When? When he was 13. Oh. You don't remember this? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Remember he was eating like five meals a day? Mm. Come on now. I think that he must be going through another one because I, I swear to God, it's weird when you don't see your child for a week yeah. at a time because yeah. he comes back over and I'm looking up at him now. Yeah. And I saw a photo of us from like the holidays, all five of us. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe how short <laughs> I am. And I'm 5'6". That's kind of short, actually. Like, you're 5'11". Yeah. Shy Guy has got to be 5'11". Yeah. And then Tigger is 6'2 and a half. Yeah, yeah. And we've beat the horse to death on how tall Lola is. I am surrounded by giants. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. When your kids go through, or maybe you remember going through those growth spurts. I mean, gosh. Uh, Tigger, I'm all about gosh, gosh this week. I know, gosh. Tigger grew five inches in a in summer. A summer. Yeah. That, and he's he's got like stretch marks on, on his, his shoulders, shoulders because he grew so quickly. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. But the, okay, I got another one. And again, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Okay. But this is a 13-year-old story of a growth spurt. You, Your best friend Nancy gave you a call and she said, hey, I just want to let you know. <laughs> just had my date night with ex-son of yours. Sushi? And this isn't a problem, but I just want you to know that he ordered a sushi boat for two for himself and ate it all. All of which it. Which is good. But, you know, that's $50. And so <laughs> I'm just going to need to take a little break from sushi with him. Yeah. 
So because yeah. she used to take them all out for sushi on their birthdays, you know, yeah. that was their birthday date because they love sushi so much. Well, you know what? We went through the one growth spurt with um, Tigger. No, you can't. And went, oh, he can't come you to can't sushi take anymore because the, they can just they just shove the fish in their mouth. Oh and my! Like cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Yeah. So <laughs> if we're ever gonna take them to sushi, we pre-funk the hell out of them, mm-hmm. and then we go out for sushi, and yeah. and we put real strict limits on what they can get oh because it's just an arm and a leg. Yeah, the bill comes, and you're like, well, you can keep this one. <laughs> you can keep this kid. <laughs> He'll do he your dishes. That's right. Um, oh, my God. You know, talking about kids and food, one of my favorite things to do, and I think one of the favorite things for the kids to do, mm-hmm. I love to make it. They love to eat it. What? My chicken soup. Oh, your chicken soup is gold. It is the bomb. It is the bomb. In fact, we asked Lola once, and I don't know why. Oh, it was for that video you were making. You mm. made it a, you were new year in grad school. You're, you had an assignment, and you decided to do making chicken soup for the assignment. I don't remember what the prompt was. Anywho, on the video, you asked the boys if they were on a deserted island, what three foods do they want? <laughs> and Lola said, mac and cheese, uh-huh. apple pie, and mom's chicken soup. Oh, just made my day. I Yankee tell you doodle what. dandy. <laughs> so, yeah, I just made a video about um, the whole chicken soup process. It's but cute. it's pretty cute. Yeah. I interviewed the boys. We'll po- I'll post it. I think it's still up Maybe somewhere. you'll post it. Maybe I'll post it. <laughs> Trying to remember. Anyway. No, it's super cute. Uh, look in the show notes and see if there's a link there to the, uh, I would have to put it up on YouTube and I just might do that amidst mm. the pandemic slowdown. Yeah. What slowdown? We love it when you make it. And it's a two day process because you make the br- the stock that's from the scratch. T- that's the ticket. Yeah. And then the next day. So the house smells kind of almost Thanksgiving-ish. For two days. For two days. It's really lovely. And they just, they and that it, first day, they just can't wait. It usually means, though, that someone's sick. Yes. Yes. I always love make it. language. It is. So if somebody is starting to get the sniffles, I make my chicken soup, and I swear to God, I could bottle it and sell it and cure COVID. Oh. 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 That sounds good. Let's try that. Oh, no, let's not. Let's okay, just let's not try this. It. Let's what? play a game. Okay. I'm going to read a phrase. Okay. And you're going to tell me who said it. Okay. Okay, ready? Of our boys, you mean? Yeah. Okay. All right, here's the first one. All righty. Uh, what is there to eat? What is there to eat? That's uh, Shy Guy. Okay, good. Uh, is there anything that I can't eat? That <laughs> That is a tigger. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing for food for me? Oh, Lola, why don't you figure it out? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, is there a plan for dinner? <laughs> oh, is there a plan for dinner? Isn't that Shy Guy? No. Who is it? That's Lola. Is there a plan for dinner? Really? Yeah, because that's he's hungry. Yeah. And he's gonna have a snack. And so like oh, yes. if we're gonna eat in five minutes, great. But if not, I'm gonna have a snack. Is there a plan for dinner? Okay. okay. Um here's here's your next one. I have a question. Oh that is Shy Guy. Okay. <laughs> Only it goes like this. I have a question. Yeah, and it's what's for dinner? When's dinner? Can I have some ice cream? Yes. Always can I have some ice cream. Yeah. Um, okay. Finally, how soon till dinner? That is uh, Lola. No. How soon till... Oh, that's Shy Guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Yeah. They all kind of ask sort of the same questions, but yeah. they do have signature signature yeah. requests. Oh, and there's another one, too, that I forgot to have on this list. Um, so this is with being presented a piece of food. Can I eat this? Can I eat this? Can I, yeah. So they're holding food. This is a, You have to tell me which boy does this. They're holding some food uh-huh. that they've like pulled out of the fridge or pulled out of the bread drawer and they uh, come in. Can I eat this? Well, that's all three of them. I have no idea. Oh, it's Tigger. 
Can I? Oh, because he'll bring out like stale bread because he loves stale bread. Can I eat this? (laughs) I don't know. Can you? (laughs) It's like, well, I appreciate him asking because there was a time he'd come home to visit and he would like eat a a whole bunch of dinner rolls (laughs) with butter as a snack. And then we'd go to make dinner and open the drawer and the rolls that were were like, why did you just eat rolls? (laughs) How about a balanced lunch? Well, it's not even a balanced lunch, but that's just weird. Why did you eat rolls as a snack? (laughs) Is that not a little bit weird? I just talked to him today. Rolls. And I said, how's it going for the food? And he said, well, you know, my roommate is at the store. We haven't been to the store since the whole thing started. And I was like, oh, my God, did you have enough food? And he said, yeah, we stocked up. We did like two big runs. And I said, yeah, but what about fresh stuff? And he said, just a lot of carbs, Mom. (laughs) I'm like, buy some frozen no, vegetables sh- I don't, or something don't even i can't i know i, I, I don't even want to know what's happening in that house of boys yeah oh my god okay here's a really good if you have small kids if you are going to have children if you watch your nieces and nephews what if you want to serve somebody something and they just because kids will do this they'll just look at something and they'll wrinkle their nose and they're like no i don't like that <laughs> well they don't know if they like it or not and so we always had oh a, a no, no thank, thank you bite, bite. And it's brilliant because mm-hmm. they have to literally, and 90% of the time, they, they take a bite and they say, yeah, I don't like that and I don't want it. Because they don't even bother to taste it because it's a loss of face if they then, you know, do a 180 and decide mm-hmm. that they like it. <laughs> but every once in a while, you get a win out of that. Yeah. But we call it the no thank you bite and you have well, to have one. I love having hors d'oeuvres with Lola because he's slowly opening up his palate to different cheeses. Yes. And he and I will probably never, ever, ever like blue cheese. Yeah, Anything something's that's wrong like with you. real stinky, it t- it's... I mean, it's like smells like a butt. <laughs> Sorry, it smells like a sweaty butt. But he will try different cheeses that I recommend, which is something that he wouldn't have done. Nope. A couple years ago, maybe someday he'll eat no salami matter, again. No matter what. Well, he's getting closer because yeah. he'll do a little prosciutto. Yeah. And I mean, we're getting into the family of like, you know. Yeah, we have discovered. Here's a really brilliant thing. We have discovered that if you get <laughs> whisper, if you discover. That if you put together a really cool appetizer plate with Mm -hmm. cheeses and meats and good bread and crackers and some um, grapes and things, Mm -hmm. and you serve it at like four o'clock as just appetizers or five o'clock, then they don't want dinner. Yeah, that can act as dinner almost. (laughs) It was awesome. Then they're like eight o'clock. They're like, oh, can we have dessert? And then they're like tired. Yes. So go to bed earlier. You know, I will not. I will not miss uh, cooking when we know when we're just snacking for on our on ourselves. (laughs) I know that's one of the things I'm kind of like mourning if you will is that life that we <laughs> where we weren't cooking yeah every other every, week we and were now we absolutely nesters. have to because yeah. they come in and, is there a plan for dinner <laughs> no the plan is that we're not gonna eat dinner tonight surprise <laughs> so you know what we're gonna do tonight for Easter we're Take gonna out. press yeah we're gonna press pause or stop on this yeah. uh, podcast and we are gonna go have uh, chicken and waffles yeah I'm gonna pick up dinner in 20 minutes i am so excited mm, i don't want to put some money into the local economy that's right found a restaurant that has an absolutely superb process and so a I'm safe in. process see i gotta sanitize a hamilton what <laughs> i need to sanitize some money and put oh. <laughs> some plastic bags so i can tip them because i didn't notice they had a tip option yeah but you had to add the tip to the cart when I ordered online. Oh. So I like checked out and then I saw across, I was like, favorite soup, salad, gratuity. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's why it tasted so bad. No, I, well, no, I tipped last time too. I had 
wiped down a whole yeah. bunch of money and yeah. put it in a bag and the guy was like oh my god you're so cute <laughs> I'm like, eh, you know i'm trying <sighs> oh shit what else you got remember when the dog ate my biscuit that has nothing to do with the kids <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is really funny. We have a favorite restaurant that we like to go to in Portland when we're um, on our way down to Salem, Oregon. This is, yeah, this is, I really did some good role modeling. <laughs> this was so bad. And it's called the Tin Shed. If you're ever in Portland, go check it out because yeah. it is fabulous. Anyway, they do the best um, breakfast biscuit I've ever tasted. No, it's amazing <laughs> so it's so good so we always take two to go with their jam right so we get all the way home from it takes us what six hours to get here no and it does not from portland five hours or whatever yeah. we get home it's Four. been a long drive yeah um and ellen has been waiting to have i have eaten my biscuit right off the bat and yeah. she's been waiting well, i was to driving have i was i was driving so i open up my little to-go box and it's sitting on the edge of the counter and i get ready to make a pour over and I go into the other room for a second and I come back and the fucking dog <laughs> who hasn't gotten on the counter in, in 10 years <laughs> got on the counter and ate the biscuit and you know when dogs eat and they look like dumbasses they're like oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. like chewing do you know what I mean <laughs> yes, and they're I like do. looking at you like they're gonna just inhale this thing and I come in and she's finishing it I almost kicked her in the face <laughs> she did I, not she would never do that no I wouldn't but like I thought about it like what if I just kicked her like oh my god I was so pissed okay so Ellen would not it's like a six dollar biscuit Ellen, and I it's three and this is like Ellen would not talk to the dog for two weeks. No, this, and this is like four years ago, and I'm, my blood is boiling all over again. I raged. This gives you a little insight into my relationship with food, because that biscuit was like a hug. That biscuit was going to be, I, it was an intimate moment. <laughs> <laughs> with a biscuit oh my god and she robbed you oh. ruby the dog caster robbed you of your the kids were just joy. like Ooh. <laughs> i think she's gonna hurt the dog i was like get out and she's like smiling <laughs> you know how she's part so she's a golden doodle crossed with a yellow lab so Ugh. she's really a mutt but you know um uh, uh golden retrievers do this really yeah do you know everyone's probably is it a retriever golden yeah i don't know but you know when dogs smile when they get she when does they get that caught, when, yeah when they get caught have you ever seen and what's that video oh my god know, denver that, that denver bad, yeah, bad dog denver or something really old video it is one of the funniest videos that. however i've ever seen when a dog gets in trouble and gets caught doing something i'm going to post this in the show notes okay, because right. that's a good one yeah. that is hilarious but she was she does this thing where she squints her eyes and looks away and she can't quite meet your gaze because it would be too scary it would mean admitting that she ate the biscuit and then her upper lip starts to quiver and she bares her teeth and she smiles at you but she won't look at you I wonder and, if we oh, have a picture God. of that that we can that we can post i of her think i have just one. stupid smile okay, yeah sometimes it's... you just walk in the room like come home from work and she looks at you and smiles and you're like what and you go in and remember when she used to smash bananas into the carpet yes. <laughs> but she hasn't done that kind of stuff in a really long time so she didn't just smash the bananas getting she peeled the, the bananas yeah. an entire bunch and ate them and as she ate them you know bananas are so oily you can actually polish your shoe with them and it's a beautiful polish, I gotta say. So if you can imagine all that oil <laughs> being smooshed into the carpet as she peels the bananas and then um, not so gently eats them, we would come home and it'd be brown, skanky, oily <laughs> banana juice everywhere. And oh she God. wouldn't, she'd cower. <laughs> skanky banana juice. <laughs> 
in the corner. Can you imagine if you actually polished your shoes and then like you had, you were attacked by bees, your feet were attacked by bees or something? I have polished my boots before with banana peel. Uh, I don't even know you anymore. I was in Brazil. All right, I got to go pick up dinner. What? I got to go pick up dinner. Does that mean we're done? It means we're so done. Oh, damn. I was going to talk about your Ellen's famous insert food name here, but I guess we'll save what? that for another time. What are you talking about? Well, you don't cook. And so whenever you do cook and it's... It, it's <laughs> I know. They're like, it actually, what? It's actually good. <laughs> oh, and then she makes it a second time. Then we call it Ellen's famous chicken or Ellen's famous homemade bread. Or yeah, Ellen's but that famous- actually happened once. Like I marinated some chicken. And I cooked it. And Tigger was like, oh, this is your famous chicken. I had never done it before. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And it just that stuck. So that's literally the name of something. And it's just soy sauce and olive oil and lemon pepper. And it's baked in the oven low and slow. And that's my famous chicken. And it Ta-da! couldn't be more boring. Because I don't cook and I hate to cook. But I will help you prep and clean up behind you. Yes, you will. A hundred Yes, and I thank so, you for fuck it. Fuck off. Thank Everybody. you for helping to feed these children for no. all these years. And on that note, we are going to skedaddle out of here and go get some <laughs> food that we don't have to cook. I wish you well during this pandemic, and please be safe. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for listening and, and for being just the good-hearted, kind-hearted people that you are. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Stay inside. And be well. And if you've liked what you've heard, rate us on iTunes because it helps. It does help you guys if you yeah. rate, review, and or subscribe. Didn't we have something we wanted people to email us? Good things they have done. Oh, yeah. If you have anything you've done that you feel like really proud of during this pandemic or whatever. How have you helped a neighbor? How yeah. have you helped the world in some way, big or small? It doesn't have to be a big thing. But how? what difference did you make today or yesterday or what are you planning on tomorrow? You know, how are you yeah. making it a better place Even during if it's this just pandemic? Staying home. Tell us. Email yeah. us at I shouldn't have had kids at gmail.com. Or on any of our social channels. I want you to email us at <laughs> shouldn't have had kids at <laughs> gmail.com. No, you can look apostrophe on Facebook, on Instagram, and occasionally we go to Twitter, but not very often because we mm. suck. I love you. I love you too. Happy anniversary. Ditto. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.